0: And we're back. Well, we were just talking on the break about some of these lakes out there, uh, Cadillac and North. Guys, it's uh, time for another episode of Aaron the MI Ice Guys, podcasting yeah. hard water fall. fishing yeah. in the Great Lakes State. Uh, downstate. Here hey, guys, we had all that Chaz and stuff. Uh, uh, we cracked uh, a couple of beers. By me. You know, yeah, our, we've rain. got good news. temperatures, if there's ice, slightly above freezing today. day. And Stefan Stephanie's uh midlife retirement has night. been out so researching like the lakes as forward. much as he can. It's not really enough to make and a lot of new ice. Don't see a lot of activity mm. on the ones well, I Well, One of the research it, projects I did this time. fall. We both been out on the, the ice, a fair the ice crystals um, freeze. You got to drive north, stuff. and how they form, yeah, you and go what north. makes good hard. Uh, if you're not Solid north of Grand of Rapids, guys, I would recommend white. it. I keep reading Honeycomb, on Facebook so or Yahoo saying there's a lot of terms. But for it. I'm, I'm not don't believing don't it because joke. I also see the ones uh, where guys punch through. They, got they had I don't know anybody making the news that no, that's worth about half. Down by my house, south side of Grand Rapids, they did find a body under the ice. Stuff don't know what happened. It's wonderful lakes. Apartment uh, complex Higgins comes to mind, mind. Hmm. but uh, some of the Don't others do that we Get out on. They had one up Where by me a few weeks ago, too. Twenty a inches, five year old years of crystal got, got clear. clear. Look at the got bottom. Out. how Yeah. Accurate. You know, somebody called them, them the fancy ice, photographer or take a So, so this is beautiful. Yeah, especially you know if you guys got that kids or whatever, ice. keep an eye on them. No, Last night I had the privilege of going like a milky, over and seeing uh, part of the Gerald Ford troop call for the yeah, scouts. It, it, all it's all the way little from harder harder Littlest little Runs all the way it up to the It does up on their It does think support the weight. It's one level above we um, or whatever we recently but, got uh, reports from Tip we got to town. talk to those you kids know, that about was the last fishing. couple of weekends we're going to and and try tip up town. to take them fishing basically they were telling people we have, have had most a blast baits, the last all, three years taking most them, out Get them on fishing you could run Get them on some little perch and, and uh, giving them some equipment addicting we're talking side by sides and definitely not there's many things in the world we don't result we had a guy with a pickup listening to this podcast and then two snowball love your kids or grandkids to be addicted to fishing uh, so we're going to do our part wet on on So wheels. our talk last night was heavy, heavy, and heavy They were able to pull the snowmobiles back out, but I haven't not heard going a out on, on the ice without yet. a parent. So not any of you I. young anglers that are listening, um, I'm going to lecture you on that for just a blowing, blowing ice, ice Go out without Dan or gramp Okay. Um, which is still you're not dangerous out there. This, this is an unusual year. Uh, that <laughs> mm-hmm. just sounds way too dangerous. We've <laughs> been mm-hmm. watching the lakes. Steph and I have DNR. been driving up to Cadillac. Calls My the bit. Coast Guard uh, to come get uh, some other North lakes because they the don't get fish.
1: Yeah, pretty much they north of Big Rapids.
0: And uh, we found so some it, great, It's going to be a walking year for most days. of us, I we think. got uh, that day before Christmas. you were one of our fans, we, got, you uh, found we those had a monster crappie crappie thing in the, the afternoon. Ask and and we got a little spot on Cove there on Mitchell. And he's in Maine. Where, we he said sat he had down and good ice there was probably out. six holes. <laughs> if you were outside those six holes, you weren't catching fish. Yeah, we like jumping Steph's little car. Well, we were catching fish, and those things were monsters. But But, yeah, guys, it's kind of I got And one of mine was don't risk so your machine. close to 16 inch. I know the DNR charges you, uh, but they were all like $500 a day. So that was a hell of a lot of fun for having a vehicle those, in the mm-hmm. But we did work uh, because a long bush, day da, 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 running around trying like to find it. But what we did is that typical uh, early-season so thing we've talked about. Uh, we were out there on the costume. Finding and pockets and we'd Ride bed. their quads and snowmobiles right down to the edge of the their sleds out. Park them. Unhook them there and catch them. Get them in their lanes wherever they're traveling. Uh, and yeah, one of the things is when you watch that, the best know, way had four is of good ice out there because yeah, you don't see them come up and from the bottom and come you in from that the situation side. And you know we, well, we, don't we don't got really about eight, nine feet of water and stuff like that. Yeah, and 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 it's hard to tell with the on the big guy. I'm
1: spread out. Well, unless you use the live don't be a uh, you know seven of you. Well, yeah, we room. did have the live scope. <laughs> my brother so and I an area, my <laughs> but uh, it was it was a like lot of yeah, fun yeah, because don't they don't work work don't work that just kind of across Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> <Don't laughs> <Don't laughs> <Don't laughs> walked across it and <laughs> <laughs> <from laughs> I picked my pace a little, rise
0: up and got on past just a typical crop. but it's so shallow. It's just that you're not the greatest season. Yeah, with this Vaxlar or Markham, may be better. Oh, with that cold so it's really narrow. So you didn't get to see a lot, you didn't get a lot of a lot down weeds done on the bottom. It was a surprise. Yeah. Because you're only getting to see with that sonar maybe a foot and a half, yeah. so, cover max uh, um, fuzzy ice, you know, down six ice. feet. Mm-hmm. And if they're coming uh, in at four know, feet, it's not even much less sunlight to get that. down so, so yeah. yeah. there. So the are So that's going to put us into that mid season. It, it was. It got really entertaining. So really what you're going to need to do is go out a little further, find that drop off. Then we. I got to give a shout out to one of our favorite spots to stop for a bite Jack in Morley, Michigan. Navionics Come down app 131, Jump free. off to Morley <laughs> and find the Mosey oh, You yeah. no longer have to they buy They had a chicken dinner. If you go to renew you it, that was unbelievable. It. unbelievable. For copy is expired. You can't renew of chicken, it because it says three, this is sides. being discontinued. It was awesome. It's but anyway, free. <laughs> if you've seen so pictures that of Stephanie, and you, know, you don't need to miss meals yeah, that, that was a good find. That. Smartphone mm-hmm. after a mm-hmm. great so day out to tell on the ice. Where all of those and we had not taken are. a lot of breaks. The saddle so points, all those. Like, we, we were ready. We were talking to be. about trying to teach <laughs> you. Uh, when you're out how there. On that, you know, we've mentioned that uh, the ice is uh, really remember avionics is this also year, GPS so enabled. Yeah, Traveling three, with your spot. and yeah. they don't pay us. Free yeah, yeah, all, uh, all ice Hopefully, ice they'd give us free copy. Year, but now, cause now cause that everybody just, gets free copy. Well, it's coming. I, guess gone, I like three, three times. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we keep getting
1: these little warm. <laughs> but it's a, a very handy tool. A lot of slush on the lakes right now. Winter and summer. Yeah, and mark a GPS. We were looking at the forecast before we started recording, and it looks like this weekend's still going to be a little bit take a couple above freezing during the day, below at
0: night. So that equates to Yeah, you And then middle of next week, and uh, the, I like think Tychevsky on uh, my, 17 my iPad said, said that it's going to drop they automatically sync up with my Tuesday. iPhone. Yeah, and Tuesday, and Tuesday Wednesday, so something that. like that. It's gonna, exactly, because what Cold you're going to do is you're going to create an account. then we'll get some fish, and if you have multiple devices like stuff. Super Bowl weekend here coming up or me, maybe you're going to have to go a little and, further uh, north but the following weekend i'm pretty mixed match. That the north side of, of apples and androids will get along with that. you're going to be able to find some safe ice with your login uh, you'll be able to go the in, other thing we were discussing is Mark the quiet and, and it machines. will show up on your other devices um, now, I if you think live Grand Rapids yourself, some of the boats too, the boat based uh, Don't worry about putting well, fuel a, in it. Uh, a nope. new module. Uh, unless there, you're going to uh, run around in the yard because uh, where where that I, I share just not my location
1: or with a friend. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I pulled into stuff house, the, the, house the other night, saw the kind of half his drive before he went off to a different function. So I jumped on the quad
0: and finished plowing. So that's like, hey, I'm catching them right here. Well, that'll be about the quad ride I get in this
1: year. Boom, mm-hmm. uh, he can go right to where that I was. But that first ice that's stuff, you that's know, handy, especially really, if you're
0: uh, taking young anglers out or, you know, uh, recording. Some, some new people so you have teach When you
1: drop those waypoints, it gives you, that spud, you know, a GPS location, but then you have to be, double-check like that ice. I mean, if you, you were out there a few days, days ago, ago and that you had to do it manually, but now you can going it. I've heard so many stories shared from Some guys last weekend at Hunt Time Expo. That's a really cool feature,
0: You know. They were uh, talking I was about that, you know class a few hours at Huntington uh, Expo about mm-hmm. addressing when the sun a new pops lake. out and it's a lot about of you guys to be into that situation uh, of it can do a new it. Lake. we had a couple of weekends this week still just a lot Maybe of the water lake in your there. backyard your whole time it's a honeycomb ice isn't froze there's, there's so uh, you may have to uh, drive I heard about one lake where there was 2 inches of ice and 6 inches of water and then 4 inches of ice using some tactics that we've talked about over there and I've even
1: noticed some areas to figure out having where Having more start springs fishing. this year because of all well, the water we've had this we year. Oh, the water tables are spots on the, the DNR had springs where I've never and seen springs pop cause up cause up before. Because they go out there and so that's occasionally like, do well, creel surveys different. or they got yeah we we were out and, uh, getting reports of the DNR on Sunday a few weeks ago. They can
0: provide useful information. And we were walking across the lake and there were definitely some soft spots. Yeah, uh, the DNR website has when Director Cray was in there. Dale was with us. Steph's one of his little brothers there. He's and not they've, so got a, they've got a lot better yeah, attitude. So three big again, guys on the ice. And I think I was the only one that brought a floating. Suit. You may have heard from some uh, of the old. We avoided anything that even remotely uh, looked like that day. Yeah, but we don't got take into a fun in the gills that day. Uh, as attitude well. of yeah. conservation. And officers. they were all really, that really pretty much nice guys, as long as you got your ice drill. And I think and uh, you know we've talked. They about will share information, stuff. Last weekend he got to go There's still and feed around. Help out things. at a Whether Ice at the gills Fishing or the class that they are put on there. I know yeah, the this State weekend park. I was finding yep. some dead yeah, weeds. Two days. I find event. green First day was all classroom. classroom on Saturday because well, all the snow covered and we had kind of intermediate as much light. Ice fishing class covering. So that's going to start to change into mid season. Dave Young and Norm Smith, some famous tightliners, push them out the deeper water. Segment on that suspended. Yeah, I The, world. the crappies it. are going to go suspended we also The Bluegill is going to drop Towards cover those drop offs And, and reels it might be and time to start switching up To plastics, maybe a little more on the globe baits. Everything
1: they need to know how to break down a lake And we had the a talk on that on Saturday, at the and then Hunt Time on Sunday, Expo When I was doing there About choosing yep.
0: the bait Yeah That was really cool when I heard about that I'm hoping to go there Hold All those kinds of things coming next play couple on weeks. I but guess it will be posted. on the DNR better website be prepared yep. to try that they will be holding events. an advanced class. Well, like uh, yeah. last week, I went on a basin uh, like on Lake and Cadillac, marking
1: them And uh, 20 they've got that
0: really nice conference center there. The 20 DNR has of uh, right off the edge of so they were already uh, the Cadillac up, right on one fifteen there. And they do their classroom work there and that. It's really cool. Yeah, those kids are going to go and do those weird things out there. well like that. And then a little lot later of, in the season, I'm going to start seeing those. Yeah. Schools yeah, crappie up there. He took me out, and out finding those balls of feed. We had He's one like school up crappie up there a little more often. That did that to us. Yeah, yeah I found one. Like, like, on maybe it. you could get your move. next job up there uh, with even <laughs> well, with live school. Well, we, we definitely them, should invite him down to be on <laughs> they were the on show. Yes. Oh, they were maybe when we go. We'll take the portable rig. We haven't been on the road. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna take a short little break because I gotta crack another beer. I'm gonna go for a one beer segment. Yeah, the guy today. But we're the Mi Ice guys and. We're talking hard water have. fishing in the cool. Great Lakes. Hey, when we we're come gonna back, we're going to kind of. Hey, as hey guys, my friend Randy Jopson. Jazz here from the M.I.S. Ice guys. I want to talk to you about K and E stoppers, especially up spring, spring, uh, the Scandia line of tungsten jigs. Just I've been having a great time fishing farms. with these this year we'll be right back and last year. The new colors are awesome. Check them out. Get out there to your local sporting goods shop and look for that blue packaging with yellow text on it. Pick up a Scandia Lure or 10. It's a whole lot of fun to fish with. They're bright, they're durable, and good stuff. Hey, we're the MI Ice Guys, and we're back. Fresh beers. And uh, we're going to talk this segment about predator fish. Uh, We've been learning a little more about them. Steph, if you've picked up on that, has now a live scope as well. as His brother, Dale, has one as well. Chad has one. And Anthony has the Panoptics. Panoptics which yep. is the, like the generation before. And uh, it's giving us a view into what goes on under the ice. That it's rather we, unique, yeah. Yeah, we haven't really been privy to, and so we're learning a lot about these. And it's kind of funny when I'm not watching one. I'm over there at my bucket, and I'm just fishing with a, my Markham. Like, and what happened doing, to all my bluegills? What happened to <laughs> my bluegill? And one of the guys with the live scopes spins around and says, yo, hey, there's a big old toothy bugger swimming by, and he just chased them all away. So, okay, that explains a lot. It's the food chain. It's the food chain. <laughs> and uh, we've been seeing a lot of activity, not only on the live scopes, but also coming through the hole. Yeah, on, um, on your graph, or on your flasher. Every time we've gone out, somebody in our group has landed a bass mm-hmm. or two or three. Oh yeah well, they're um, fun
1: too you think you got a big crappie on or something and oh. then before you know, you're kind of like this you got the wrong head shake and you're like
0: yeah you start the telltale signals start coming through yeah you just want your jig back yeah <laughs> we were out uh you know a couple of weeks ago and uh i believe we were on uh, macosta lake and we're out there and the ice was okay wasn't no time for quads, but, uh, hey. you know, there were plenty of guys out there, locals. A lot of action. Man, now oh.
1: fast and furious. Yeah. I a mean, lot of
0: sorting, but we did pick up some keepers. Yep. I got into a monster pike. hmm Now, you know, we typically trade on and off whose uh, truck we're taking. And that day we took Steph's truck. And so that meant we were planning on taking the live scope. So we have to have the 6-inch auger. So we're out there, and Steph runs around with his drill and blasts a bunch of six-inch holes. And I get hooked into this pike. And, well, I know it's a pike because (laughs) nothing else strips off 30 (laughs) yards of line, and then you recover it back and strips off 30 yards of line, and you recover it back. And mind you, I'm on a little 24-inch rod, super (laughs) ultralight, with two-pound test on it. Running some nice little orange suffix on there. I'm being extra careful. I got my drag back, so he's doing some running. Tire him out. Tire him out. Well, <laughs> I got him bored enough to poke his face up through that hole. <laughs> and his head nearly filled that six-inch <laughs> hole. And I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> and I'm reaching, and I'm trying to get my big forceps. Because I wasn't going for the stitches that Mm-mm. you get if you start grabbing pike by the mouth. You don't want to try lipping them. No, I, I, You got
1: some real heavy leather
0: gloves on. I'm a, t- I'm a tough guy, but not that tough. I, I operate computers for a living. Uh, but I saw his head twice and then a tooth cut that line and away went my jig. But uh, it was one heck of an adventure. And if you guys get it, find yourself into that situation. Just loosen up your drag a little bit. Play it. Tire them out. Uh, it's One of the funnest things, I remember an old boss of mine way back in the early 90s who used to tell me he'd fish with nothing more than an eight-foot noodle rod with two-pound test on it. He says, I can land anything with
1: that. (laughs) I'm like, well.
0: He says, well, if I don't land it, it's going to be one hell of a fight. (laughs) And I'm of the age now where I agree with him that the fight is two-thirds of the fun. Of, you know, hearing that real screen, watching that line dart away. And yeah. You're spinning the handle in there's nothing you can do. Line's just going out. And, uh, it, you know, it reminds me of some of the stuff we do in the summer with the salmon and stuff out on the big lake. But it's a, it's a cool thing. Now, Steph, you were you were getting into those bass. You got a couple of big ones. Yeah, a buddies. couple of nice bass.
1: Uh, they were like 16 inches. So they were keeper bass. Uh, those ones on Macosta, but obviously it's not bass season, so you got to throw them back. Right. They were
0: they were a battle. They so it's a battle, catch, and but you got your jig back.
1: Yeah, I got my jig. Didn't lose my
0: jigs. You know, and it it's a uh, it's kind of a funny thing in our some yeah. of our sponsors will be laughing because they supply us with so many jigs. Uh, we're we're still trying <laughs> to keep our jigs.
1: <laughs> it's not like we don't have many to fall back on but Thousands. you know
0: it's it's <laughs> the principle of the matter it, you want to land that fish and say i am proud that i am a successful fisherman and i got that through the hole even though it's not seasoned can't keep them can't clean them and
1: a couple i caught were on my schoolie reels yeah you were so out they're, there the schoolie. they're peeling the drag out on the schoolie which was a little different doesn't yeah. really make a
0: noise but i was uh, on the you got to kind of thumb it to give a little more drag if you want it i was on the, the spinning rod with the pike but uh when i was up at uh mitchell the time before when you were off doing something else uh i was out there and i had one of my levels my level winds out there because we're only eight feet of water mm-hmm. and i decided i'm going to take that four foot rod out there with that level wind on it and just lift the fish right out of the water well that doesn't work with a bass you start getting some run back on that and it it, it starts getting pretty fun <laughs> and everybody around you can see when you've got a four-foot rod bent over in a beautiful arc
1: i've been trying to make it a habit to start taking my tip-ups now with me with that six-inch hole you can you run tip-ups on a six-inch hole oh yeah fine. and so, get
0: an eater pike yeah um, oh yeah you know it it was it's something i've noticed that we're hooking more pike mm-hmm. either we're getting a lot better at playing the drag and getting them up to the hole where we can see that they're a pike or long enough that you recognize the head shake and everything else that you know it's a pike or a bass or something else, that they're out there, and there's a lot of them. And, you know, Steph's got some great recipes. you still got to – you owe me that write-up on your pickled pike (laughs) so that we can post that out on the website in the recipe section. And we'll just give the recipe section a little plug – that if you're bored with just throwing them in the dry batter and deep-frying your fillets and you want to do something a little different, we've taken some time and we've written some different recipes out there. I've got a couple more I've got to get posted out there. I had to
1: shoot you that picture the other day when I had those fillets, and I'm like, I wrapped a couple of them in bacon and then deep-fried them. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to put that on the website (laughs) too. You know, bacon-wrapped
0: bluegill fillet, hmm. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that, that just sounds right in so many ways but huh. you know guys there's a lot of ways when you're presenting the family with them i know uh guys my our buddy uh mike Dumphy, his kids prefer panfish over fish sticks mm-hmm. his wife goes to sam's or whatever and buys fish sticks and the kids won't eat those if there's bluegills available so he's raising his kids right to eat the good stuff so we're all going to do that. I was also going to tell you, Steph, that my friend Chef Dan out at Old Boys Brewhouse in Spring Lake mm. has bluegill on the menu right now. Oh, cool. And it's not fake farm-raised stuff. He's <laughs> buying the Canadian fair catch stuff. Nice. So it's uh, really tasty. I had some the other night when I stopped by to help him out with another project. But, yeah, setting tip-ups, that's a good idea. we got to start taking those more often. We've been running and gunning so much with our hopper buckets that we kind of got away from it
1: yeah because you don't want to set your tip ups and then be 10 miles 100 yards away from them and now i got to trudge back or
0: yeah we're not exactly track stars we got to find us a 12 year old kid that run catch Mm those uh setting
1: tip ups is fun yeah you can either you know catch your little fish out there and use them for bait or pick you up some shiners or sucker minnows
0: yeah, the Shiners and Sucker minnows. I know I looked at them when we were up there at uh, Pilgrims
1: mm-hmm.
0: on uh, Mitchell, and they looked good. And I've been hearing a lot of guys that have been out getting real successful with those. And if you're in any of the Facebook groups, the you know, Ice Fish Michigan or whichever one of those that you join, there's been some great videos of some pretty small kids mm-hmm. landing fish on tip-ups. Yeah, uh, about a week ago,
1: uh, somebody got a 42-incher up on Mitchell. Nice. 42-inch pike. It was a beast.
0: That, that's just, that's <laughs> got to be a, a once-in-a-lifetime. Mm-hmm. Make me uh, think about the fact that I swore off taxidermy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of cool fishing to go on out there. The setting the tip-ups, just roughly, typically I'm looking in shallow water because that's where they're patrolling we've seen that with the live scope they're coming in to get those bite size yep. bluegills and such and you know running your bait you know between a third and halfway down because mm. all fish feed up yeah they're always looking up so you lot, don't want you the thing know? way down on the bottom set it out there stuff using live bait now i keep hearing the hot dog thing we haven't tried the hot dog so we're <laughs> not going to say one way or another on the hot dog thing Uh, I understand that they are sometimes cheaper than minnows, but uh, we'll leave that for another show. They don't have the action. (laughs) They don't have the action. Exactly (laughs) right. Uh, But you hook that up and you put it down, set your flag, and if any of you have seen that Matthew McConaughey commercial for Lincoln Mm -hmm. where he's actually doing it, don't write me about the bait that he's using. Yes, I realize it's TV stuff, but... Uh, or how he's drilling the hole. Oh, my God. Uh, I had to listen to one of our USA teammates uh, give me a lecture on how he wasn't really drilling that hole. I'm like, <laughs> really? Matthew McConaughey drilling his own holes? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. good. <laughs> but anyway, hey, guys, you ought to spend some, a little bit of time thinking about those predator fish, especially if you're taking the kids out. It's fun. They love to run. And you holler flag, flag, flag. They'll catch a lot of bass and pike on them. Yeah. You can
1: go with the lighter weight lines and and set for walleyes and such, but
0: yeah, if you're just smaller rigging, minnows, steel leader and some standard thirty uh, pound braid, mm-hmm. just what everybody's tip ups seem to be hooked on. You know, a nice size treble. Yeah, pretty much. Hook it into a minnow or a shiner. Except if you grab one of mine. Yeah.
1: I use the fluorocarbon leaders. I don't use steel, so you know I use both. like twenty pound fluorocarbon, and I just seem to get more bites running fluorocarbon yeah i might get burnt bit off a little more than others but
0: hey yeah i'd, I'd rather catch more and get them i've little landed adventure. more than i've lost so yeah hey when we come back we're going to talk a little more about uh our local adventures and some of the plans we've got coming up uh jazz and stuff here in studio drinking a couple of beers and talking ice fishing now that there's ice And we're back. Well, we were just talking on the break about some of these lakes out there, uh, Cadillac and north, uh, even in the UP. We've been hearing all these reports about slush. Slush from all the snowfall. Yeah, snowfall. Well, downstate here, we had all that rain. That didn't help. No. A lot of snow up by me and rain. Our temperatures have been slightly above freezing during the day and only slightly below freezing at night. So it's like a teeter-totter back and forth. It's not really enough to make a lot of new ice. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the research projects I did this fall was I was studying about the way the ice crystals freeze and how they form and what makes good hard solid ice and what makes crappy white honeycombed or mottled ice. Or there's a lot of terms for it, but it's all junk. Uh, they had a report out that said that that's worth about half the strength of good clear hard ice now steph and i have been out on some wonderful lakes you know higgins comes to mind mm-hmm. uh, some of the others that we get out on where you've got 16 to 20 inches in some good years of crystal clear, clear. look at the bottom how immaculate you know somebody call the fancy photographer out here to take a picture because this is beautiful that ain't this year, guys. Now that uh,
1: top couple inches is just like a milky, pethy ice. I'd call it. Yeah,
0: and it, it it's a little harder to drill through. It does it not binds support, up on your auger. Yeah, it doesn't support the weight the others do. Um, we recently got reports from Tip Up Town. You know that was the last couple of weekends, and Tip Up Town, basically, they were telling people in most bays, not all, but most bays you could run snow machines and small quads. They weren't talking side-by-sides and definitely not road vehicles. <laughs> so as a result, we had a guy with a pickup truck that went through and then two snowmobiles went off the beaten path and went through. I uh, hear three people got wet on the snowmobiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were able to pull the snowmobiles back out, but I haven't heard a word on the truck yet. Not neither have I. Uh, got a report of blowing ice packs out on Saginaw Bay, which you're not going to catch this guy out there. Uh, that just sounds way too dangerous and expensive when the DNR calls the Coast Guard to come get you. Come rescue you. Because they don't bring back your stuff. They just get you. Uh, so it, it's going to be a walking year for most of us, I think, uh, Unless you're one of our fans, uh, we had a guy that sent us a thing on the Ask an MI Ice guy on our website, and he's in Maine. Mm-hmm. And he said he had good ice. Come on out. <laughs> Send us the address. <laughs> yeah, we'll jump in <laughs> Steph's little car, and we'll boogie right out there. I mean, mm-hmm. we've got to do something. But, uh, yeah, guys, it's, it's kind of a walking season, and don't risk your machine. I know the DNR charges you something like $500 a day minimum for having a vehicle in the water mm-hmm. because of the pollution, da-da-da, all that kind of stuff. Environmental impact, et cetera. Uh, so it's just not worth it. Uh, we no. were out there on McCosta, and we saw the guys ride their quads and snowmobiles right down to the edge of the ice, tow their sleds out, park mm-hmm. them, unhook them. <laughs> walked out. <and> walked out. <laughs> like, uh-uh. Uh, yeah, they didn't want to lose their machines. At the, the best. Lake. We had four inches of good ice out there, but yeah. And when you you're in that situation, and you know you the got some ice. iffy mm-hmm. ice out there and stuff like that, you know, take a page out of the big guy book. Spread out. Don't be, uh, you know,
1: seven of you standing He's, around the. Didn't you cut across an area at Makosha that was a little softer? Like, yeah,
0: don't walk over, don't walk across that spot. <laughs> yeah, I walked across <laughs> it and I picked up my That's pace like, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got on past, uh, but it, yeah, it's just it's not the greatest season yet. Now with this cold snap that's coming, we may be better. Now with that cold snap that's coming, it's going to lock some things up. And as Steph was mentioning, a lot of the weeds down on the bottom are not producing oxygen because we've got all this opaqueness to the ice. Yeah, snow so, cover, uh, fuzzy ice, mottled ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, just not allowing much sunlight to get down there. So the weeds are going. So that's going to put us into that mid-season bite. So what you're going to need to do is go out a little further, find that drop-off. Now, another great piece of news for all of you, in case you didn't check, Navionics app is now free. You no longer have to buy it. If you go to renew it because it says your copy is expired, you can't renew it because it says this is being discontinued. It's now free. So that should stop all you cheapskates from not using Navionics <laughs> and get it installed on your smartphone so that you'll be able to tell where all of those drop-offs are, the saddles, points, all those other things that we keep talking about trying to teach you how to find more fish in your lakes. Uh, remember, Navionics is also GPS-enabled, and they don't pay us because... You know, hopefully they'd give us a free copy, but now that everybody gets a free copy, I guess i got to brag about it anyway. <laughs> yep. But it's a, a very handy tool and you can use that in winter and summer. And mark a GPS position. Now several years we've talked about the days when we take Steph's boat. And we'll go out and take a couple of our favorite lakes in in October. Scoping it out.
1: Mark structure. Yeah, You can drop those pins on your Navionics app. Like me, I can drop them on my my iPad app, and they automatically sync up with my iPhone and yeah. vice versa. I can do it. It works both ways.
0: Exactly, because what you're going to do is you're going to create an account on there. And if you have multiple devices like stuff, an iPad and an iPhone, or me, I've got an Android tablets and an Android phone, and you can mix and match. Don't worry. you know, Apples and Androids will get along with Navionics both. With your login, you'll be able to go in. And mark a point, and it will show up on your other devices. Now, I think that there's some modules for some of the boats too, the boat based units as well.
1: There's a new module in there, a a setting in there where I can share my location with a friend or, or with Chaz. I can actually send you the GPS coordinates with a share button or link, and it will take you right to the spot I'm fishing. Sweet. So that's like, hey, I'm catching them right here, or I was catching them right here last weekend boom, he can go right to where I was. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's handy it it when really you nice. uh,
0: fish is a team, uh, recording those it, things. So now, usually, if
1: you, when you drop those waypoints, it gives you a GPS location, but then you have to like screenshot it and send it to your buddy. and Then you have to plug to it in, in manually, way. but now you can link it. Yeah, flat, they just slick.
0: share, boom, off it goes, and it shows up on his Navionics. So yep, That's a really cool feature to do. Now, uh, I was teaching that class there at uh hunting time expo about addressing a new lake a lot of you guys are going to be into that situation of addressing a new lake because you've got to travel maybe Mm. the lake in your backyard your hometown home base isn't froze so you may have to drive up north so having those maps available um, using some of the tactics that we've talked about over the years to figure out where to start fishing
1: One thing that we don't usually mention is you can contact your local DNR office and ask them about lakes because they go out there and occasionally do creel surveys or they got enforcement people out there. They're getting reports of the DNR fishing reports. They can provide useful information on lakes, whether you got safe ice. Yeah, the DNR website
0: has, uh, when Director Cray was in there, he, he pushed for a lot more information out there. And they've got a, They've got a lot better attitude and a lot better reputation than you may have heard from some of the old fogies down at mm-hmm. the bar. Uh, they, yeah, don't take the Escanaba and the moonlight uh, <laughs> attitude of conservation officers. <laughs> They're really pretty much nice guys as long as you got your license. And they will share information. Now, Steph, last mm-hmm. weekend he got to go and help out at a ice fishing class that the dnr put on there at mitchell state park yep it's a two-day event the first
1: day was all classroom on saturday and we had kind of a an intermediate ice fishing class covering we had uh, dave young and norm smith some famous tightliners, up there doing a segment on that i covered the worlds but we also we cover safety we cover all the rods and reels and lures and plastics everything they need to know how to break down a lake everything is covered on saturday and then on sunday we take them all to the lake go
0: fishing yep yeah that was really cool when i heard about that i'm hoping to go they're going to hold a here in the next couple of weeks i guess it'll be posted on dnr website that they will be holding an advanced class Mm -hmm. up there uh on lake cadillac and uh they've got that really nice conference center there the DNR has uh, right off the edge of uh, Lake Cadillac, right on 115 there. And they do their classroom work there and then go out onto the lake. It's really cool. And I'm hoping that I get the invitation to go help with that as well. Because so. it sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, the DNR
1: officer up there, he took me out and showed me different places. He's like, he'd like me up there
0: a little more often. Well, good. <laughs> we need He's friends like, with maybe
1: him. you can get your next job up there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we definitely should invite him down and be on the show. Yes. Maybe when we go, we'll take the portable rig. We haven't been on the road in a while. Well, he hosts the NRC
1: commission meetings and stuff up there at that facility and at the resort. Be a hell of a guy to know.
0: So he talks to those guys. Sweet. And good contact to have. Cool. Hey, when we come back, we're going to kind of, as my friend Randy Joppy says, bring this train to the station. And we're going to do a little bit of wrap-up on some upcoming uh, tournaments around Michigan. And just have some more fun. We'll be right back. Pray for cold, <laughs> cold weather, because I love... We need it. Hard ice and tight lines. Guys, when you're out on the ice, do you protect your eyes? Liam Ice Guys have partnered with Costa Del Mar Sunglasses. Made in America, made by hand. The thinnest glass technology. For sunglasses hundred percent UV protection we love our costas so much we took them to Finland to the world's they allowed us to see where other people have been drilling before protected our eyes in the blowing snow and kept us looking good on the ice made in America Costa Del Mar sunglasses get them online get them at a local retailer near you remember tell them the MI ice guys sent you in you need the best hey guys Chaz and Steph we've got a fresh beer We've been uh, chatting about some plans that we have for going fishing. Um, we've got some schedule changes that are going on, and obviously you guys probably do too because you never know where the ice is. We've been talking about the Midwest Open. The uh, events right, changing as conditions change. Right now the Midwest Open down in Brooklyn, Michigan area is not probably going to happen on Super Bowl weekend. We can pretty much guarantee that because I think there's still boats in the water. They yeah. Um, if there's not, they were fairly recent.
1: They're uh, going to make a decision by February 7th, I think it is.
0: And that's for the new date. The 16th. To push it out. Yeah. Um, the NAIFC right now is scheduled to be on the 16th. Yeah, St. At Helens will be fine. St. Helens. Yeah. Uh, so they may do some scheduled jockeying around with those. Uh, our good friend Keith Niffen, also a member of uh, USA ICE, He's been very deeply involved with the Southwest Michigan Panfish Series. I've been following them on Facebook. <laughs> and uh, if you're not, hey, you, you probably ought to look them up. The, it's a fun bunch of guys. Just like to go out and do little tournament fishing. They're walking tournaments and uh, got good payout ratio and everything. I think they only put a few bucks in the pot off of – for their championship. For the championship, but it's 100% payback. Yeah, so through the course of the season, it's 100% payback. Nobody's making anything. And old Niffin, I think he's putting quite a bit of effort in it <laughs> to make it work this year because they've been having to run north. Yeah. They ran to St. Helens. They've run up north for a couple other lakes. So it's uh, guys, the from, yeah, guys from southwest Michigan, but they're fishing in central mm-hmm. and northern Michigan. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, we all have our addiction and need to uh, go fishing wherever we can go fishing. It's uh, one of those things that we want to really participate in. So, Steph and I, we've been kind of chatting about where we're going to go. You know, if the Midwest is op- open happens, we're, we're registered to go do that. We're talking about that. But also, just some fun fishing. Yeah, just you to know. get out
1: on the ice and catch some fish.
0: There's some uh, other things coming up, and, you know, a little bit of the urge is coming to say what the hell with a tournament. Camp uh, out at Steph's house. Let's uh, go find yeah, some ice. fish camp at Steph's house. We'll go out catch catch, uh, you know, five, seven limits, okay. however many guys we've got. Or we go out to our buddy Doug's. Ah, our buddy Doug has a cabin, and uh, you yep. guys – This is something to research. If you have a friend that has a cabin up north, (laughs) you might be able to teach them about ice fishing, especially if you have a whole lot of equipment to share, as Steph and I do. You bring them back and cook them for them. That That
1: was was a fantastic night. That really (laughs) sealed the deal with our friend uh,
0: Doug. He was absolutely amazed what we could do with a $3 sack of taters, uh, a 99-cent pack of flour, and some seasonings that were left at camp and some oil. Yep. We got her done. Dinner. And it was absolutely an immaculate meal. Uh, and it was a mixed bag. We had bluegill. We had crappie. Yep. There was that walleye in there. Mm-hmm. We had it all. It was great. And, you know, we've mentioned the recipes for fish out on the website. But the other night when I showed up to Steph's, I had my <laughs> soup. Growler. Now, if you guys have not been paying attention on the website, I wrote an article a little while back about my soup growler. My little brother had given me a stainless steel, double-wall, insulated, super-duper wonderful growler, and I looked at him and I says, what do I need another growler for? <laughs> I have 50. He says, but do you have a stainless steel, double-walled, insulated one that will keep your soup hot <laughs> all day on the ice? I'm like, oh. So he'd gotten me some instant soup mixes. Well, it didn't take long. I went through those, and I had to start coming up my own recipes on how to make up some soups. So uh, there I find myself going up to Mitchell on a slippery, slushy, blustery ride. Get up there, and the snow is anywhere from an inch deep to two feet deep, trudging through all of that. The wind is blowing.
1: It was blowing that weekend.
0: And, you know, <laughs> I'm a hearty ice man, so I just got my suit on and everything. And I got to thinking, hey, I brought the soup in the soup growler. So I reach over and I grab my little cup, and I found these nice stainless steel cups with a carabiner clip. I got on a link in the article. So I poured, unscrewed the growler, poured me a cup of that up, went to take a sip, burned my damn tongue. <laughs> Stuff was so hot after sitting in the sled, laying on the ice for three and a half hours after a two-hour drive up from Grand Rapids, it's still too hot to drink. So I had to grab a snowball and put it in it. <laughs> I'm telling you what, man, that is the best gimmick. And a little hot soup in a cup is real easy to handle. Out on the ice, you close it up, you get a cup of soup whenever you want it. So if you guys haven't, take a look at that article. It, it, you may have the growler. Even if you got an old Coleman uh, insulated thermos. Yeah, the
1: coffee thermoses, they work too.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just a handy thing. I got a couple of cups, and that 64 ounces in a brawler is probably enough for Steph and I to get through the day uh, until we head back to the Mosey or one of our other secret They'll spots. Tide you over. Get dinner. <laughs> but, uh, you know, thinking about those things and preparing yourself for it. And, Remembering those things. When I was talking to the scouts last night, that second pair of gloves. Now, Steph and I, we both own these big moose hide things we got out of Minnesota. Stagers. Stager mittens. Mm -hmm. And those things are, like, super warm. And what we found is that we have these friends that have swimming pools. They buy chemicals all summer long. Almost all of those buckets have a screw top lid. So what we've determined is we take one of those buckets and we make that our dry bucket. It's got the Stager mitts in it. It might have an extra hat in it. It's got a couple other extra dry goodies that you might want out on the lake. Throw some protein bars in there. I don't care. Anything, I don't care how heavy it's raining or anything, that stuff's going to stay dry. Last winter when I was out on Higgins, one of my friends, Bobby Brown, he still smokes. We got to talk to him about that. But he's taking his gloves off to smoke all the time. Well, his fingers got cold. He's like, oh, I think I got to go in. Well, we're about three miles from the cabin on quad, you know, full bore. It's a big lake, and so we're out there, and he's like, uh, but I don't know if I can drive. And I'm like, I oh, said, just go over there in the bucket and put my mittens on for a few minutes. I don't <laughs> know if mittens are going to do it. Five minutes with those staggers on. <laughs> He was all He set. was good. <laughs> those Did you get them back? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're in my truck. I know right where those are. Huh. But I think uh, he was wanting to know where the Stager website was. It's Stager Mucklux. I think we have a link out there. If we don't, it's on USAice.org. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting a good, super thick pair of mittens. I know my dad had bought me a pair out of Farm and Fleet that were, he said, use these for uh, running the snowblower. Whatever, mm-hmm. you don't have to be functional. It's something to get over your hands. Windproof, got some fleece in it, yep. and let your hands recover for a little bit. They're dry. They're dry, <laughs> mm-hmm. number one.
1: Especially when your hands get cold, is taken off fish. You get the hand wet, and then yep. you can
0: get cold pretty quick. Yeah, and wearing a wet glove out there is there's nothing That's brutal. So a couple of pairs of extra gloves, extra hat, anything you think you might need out there with that stuff especially if you're one of those uh non-shanty guys like us that just wear the suit and extremely mobile but uh it's it's good to be prepared and have that dry bucket with a few things in it packs of hand warmers you know those things go on sale where they're three for a buck when you see them get them i don't think they expire no i think once you break the seal on them then they start to work so uh they're a good deal a good thing to have even throw a couple extra bottles of water in there uh you know you get a little dehydrated the humidity as it gets colder right now we're in pretty high humidity but as it gets colder the humidity goes down and you start to get a little dry mouth yeah you
1: notice on your lips too your lips will dry out up there on the yep. ice and your hands will get cracked and checked all the we're not so don't. bad we have their big fuzzy beards yeah when it frosts over and freezes you're all good
0: uh but you know being prepared out on the ice and Setting up, if you've driven three hours or two hours to get to a lake, you don't want to turn around and leave. You want to enjoy your time out there and make the best of it. So be very thoughtful about what you pack and stuff, but don't overpack because pulling those sleds through that slush, eh. And as we stated before, it's not quite a vehicle year out on the ice. Uh, Hey. I want to remind you guys once again, the Ask an MII Sky on the website, if you've got a question, doesn't matter how crazy, go ahead, pop it in there. Shoot it out there for us. We'll shoot you an answer. And if it's a, you know, good, fun question that we really enjoy, you may hear about it on the show. Mm -hmm. We're going to go fishing here and uh, hopefully do some recording at one of our next events or back here in the studio in the bear cave. But I'm Chaz. Stuff, And we're the MI Ice Guys. Guys, be sure to check out MIIceGuys.com. Not only do we have our past episodes available for download, but we also have some recipes, our ice map, and some great product reviews, as well as some tips and tricks that you might be interested in. You can also follow us on Facebook, Remember, the source is miiceguys.com.